800-771-1025 or 800-771-1025. Uh, Spanish, this is something I think you and Joe need to listen to. Yes. So I got a, uh, a thing for uh, an audition this morning for a TV show, which sometimes they apply to me and sometimes they don't. But this one here I would think wouldn't apply to me, although with the recent changes in the last commercial break, maybe it does. So, you know, um, Bobby Kelly is coming down here next week for 4th of July weekend, and he was talking about possibly moving his family down to Florida because, you know, it's just it's expensive to live in New York, and he wants a pool and all that stuff, and it's a lot cheaper to live down here. So he was talking about that, and I said to him, think about it. If if we both got divorced at the same time and you moved down here, what kind of awesome house we could have? We could probably convince Pete to move in with us. Um, I now have a plan. If I get divorced and Bobby gets divorced, then the two of us and then me and me, Bobby, you, and Papab, and probably Pete can live together. And I know what you're saying. That's too many people. But just down the block from you guys in Snell Isle, Bill Edwards is selling not one but two multi-million-dollar mansions. And I believe that the four of us could probably live in one mansion. Five of us, I believe, that would be at that point. But we could live in one one of those Snow Isle mansions and never see each other. And we could probably all afford it if five of us lived there. Dude, that not only sounds amazing, but literally just the other day I was telling Joe, I was like, we got to figure out a way with the housing market up so much and sell this house. And we can move somewhere out in like Wesley Chapel area in a huge house. And never see each other. We each can have our own wing, and we still, you know, still help pay the mortgage, and it'll be fine. I have to tell you, um, I've been looking at uh, property to buy for if it's if we were are able to open up a facility with the Calta Family Foundation to help house kids who've aged out of foster care. There is no better deal than Dade City. I mean, other than the fact that you have to live in Dade City. Eventually, it's going to travel up. Eventually, it'll travel up that way, and Dade City will be a metropolis maybe in the next 30 years. But uh, yeah. but you can buy, there was like four acres of land with two houses on it, and you could buy the whole thing for like $350,000. It's, it's ridiculous how you could steal property in Dade City right now. I know, and I'm waiting for, you know, obviously all the uh, doomsday people on the media are saying once the bubble pops and everyone wants to collect their mortgages, there's going to be a bunch of foreclosures. So that's sad, but also at the same time, I would love to snatch up a couple homes that are being foreclosed on. That's how real estate estate barons are born, Spanish. That's how it is. Take all your uh, fake money um, investments (laughs) that you made and roll it right into real estate. Yeah, I listen to you when you give me money advice, Michael. Hmm, I don't know nothing. All right, uh, it is seven oh eight. Time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelts Shoes. All seven Pelts locations are back open and ready to serve the Tampa Bay and surrounding areas with a safe and healthy shopping experience. You, you say stop a, in there. a safe? Safe. Safe? You said safe? Safe? <laughs> safe? <laughs> safe? 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 Hello? I believe he was trying to say safe and healthy experience at Pelt Shoes. 
or safe? <laughs> Back to you, y'all. <laughs> Stop into a pulse location near you for the perfect fit. Just whisper, Calvin, for 10% off. Whisper, safe. What do we have in news today, Calvin? Uh, President Donald Trump on Monday claimed that the general election in November will be rigged because of mail-in ballots. This will be an election disaster of our time, Trump tweeted, citing an article from right-wing website Breitbart that uh, featured comments uh, and, uh, Attorney General William Barr made Sunday during an interview with Fox News. Barr told Fox News that voting by mail, quote, opens the floodgates to fraud. He warned a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of counterfeit ballots and that it would be very difficult to figure out which ballots were valid. Barr uh, has not publicly provided any evidence to support his claim, and election administrators in multiple states have disputed this theory, stating it would be virtually impossible for a foreign country to peddle phony ballots undetected. Nonetheless, Trump declared the process compromised months before any votes have been cast in the general election. So what if he wins? If he wins, then he goes, we made sure that it was good. Uh, <laughs> if he loses, he says, oh, the fake ballots. I got to tell you, you guys thought it was over when Trump became president. I think it's over for the next one. I think I think the next presidency, no matter who wins, it's it's over. I'm not, it's not a political thing. I just think that there's nobody. The, the current president has no interest in fixing the problems that don't affect him. There's rioting in the streets. They're tearing down statues. They're they're opening up their own colonies. There's mass murder in Chicago. There's people just killing each other out of frustration. And uh, the president doesn't seem to be concerned with it at all. Uh, he's too worried about having rah-rah rallies and, and having people, you know, going over to dispute the count of how many people were there. And uh, the country is going to, to the crapper. You know, every generation's like, oh, man, this is it. This is We had a great country, but now it's now it's going to the this It's really there now. And then the next president, no matter who that is, if it's Trump again, it's going to continue to be the same way it is now. And if it's Biden uh, or whoever, uh, you know, he's not going to be able to fix everything. And then he's going to go down as being a terrible president. So I don't know why anybody would not want that job for the next term. Somebody emailed me yesterday and they said, you know, you really need to look at your preferences. You're really what you say is you're uh, you're a libertarian. You may want to just switch and start voting for the Libertarian Party, and they may be right. I don't. I'm all for personal freedoms. Uh, I don't care about the pot or any of that stuff. I just want I want I want limited government and uh, you know to keep things flowing and a certain amount of personal freedom. And I think maybe I'm. Maybe I'm asking for something we've never really had before. Maybe it's time for a drastic change. I just don't know. I couldn't even tell you who is running on the Libertarian ticket. Have you seen the commercials that they're running uh, about Biden, about him just being so out of touch? They're fantastic. Oh, it makes him look like such a lunatic where he comes out of the uh, doorway and he's going, yelling like that. And then he goes, sometimes... I wake up and I think it's 1920. <laughs> I mean, they make him look like he is out of his goddamn mind. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way to do it because the problem is there's so many people are disappointed with Trump that want to vote for somebody else and they're like, well, what am I going to do? I can't vote for that old idiot, so I have no choice. Uh, the Biden campaign has agreed to participate in three planned general election presidential debates in the fall. 
while slamming the Trump campaign's push for more debates as an effort to change the subject and create a distracting debate about debates. Joe Biden's campaign manager, Jen O'Malley Dillon, wrote, quote, first, once formally invited, Vice President Biden will accept and participate in the commission's planned presidential candidates debates for September 29th, October 15th, and October 22nd. His running mate will participate in the vice presidential candidates debate set for October 7th. We hope that President Trump and Vice President Pence will similarly indicate their willingness to participate. So, so now, oh boy, October 22nd is kind of pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, right? I mean, that's like a week away, two weeks away from the election. But I guess that's the big time, you know, so it's right on the top of everybody's mind. If you if you win that, you win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and I love that they can set a date for the vice presidential debate, but Biden has no idea who even who his running mate is going to be at. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have an idea, but they don't, you know, they've not announced anything or they're not even given any hints as to who it might be. Everything they have is just speculation. We know one thing. It'll be a, what, a black woman? Yes. And yeah. guess who it's going to be, Spanish? Mayor Bottoms. No, nope, Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who I think he's going to pick. I think yeah. he's going to pick uh, Keisha Bottoms. Vice President Bottoms? Biden and Bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> VPB. Yeah, that's going to VPB, baby. All right. Uh, President Trump spoke with uh, Joe St. George. I don't know if you know who this guy is. He is a national political editor and Washington correspondent for Scripps. Uh, he talked about the prospects of another stimulus package. Now listen to how much this guy interrupts Donald Trump. Like, I don't know if this guy is trying to make a name for himself, but holy cow, is he annoying. But here is Trump speaking about the next stimulus package. I have a lot of viewers in Florida, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, who are still struggling economically, sir. They spent all of that first stimulus check. Are you going to get them a second stimulus Yeah, we check? are. We are. Look, we had this uh, When? When are you going to get it? We had this going better than... Uh anybody's ever seen before we had the best job numbers the best economics the best economy we've ever had and then we had the virus come in from china and now we're rebuilding it again uh, we will be doing another stimulus package it'll be very good it'll be very generous and how much how much how be, much people want to know you'll find oh. out about it you'll find out when are you going to do it when are you going to announce it uh i think over the next uh, i think it's going to be bipartisan i think it's going to be over the next uh, couple of weeks probably what an you, annoying jerk that guy you, is. How much, how much, how much? When, 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 when? When's it going to happen? You can't out-Trump Trump. No, it, and Trump that's totally what coming, that guy's trying to do. Saw it coming from a mile away. As soon as he saw that guy yipping up, he's like, I'm just going to remain calm and make this guy look like a jerk-off. It'll be very obvious what he was trying to do to me. Uh, you can't out-Trump Trump. If you want to get him, get him, but don't try to do it his way. He's, you're just not going to work. He invented the game. That's when, it. When, when? What's when's this guy's name? When? His name was... Uh, George, uh, or Joe St. George. Yeah. Never heard of him before. Talking about him today. We'll right. forget about him by tomorrow. When, 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 when? Mm -hmm. uh, starting today at 5 p.m., everybody in St. Petersburg will be required to wear a face covering in public spaces. Uh, that's already the case in Tampa and now in all of Hillsborough County. Uh, we want people to take this seriously, said uh, St. Petersburg Mayor Rick Reisman. Wear these things. Uh, not doing so could be expensive. The civil violation could cost $450 in Tampa, and it's a $500 penalty in St. Pete. So if you're out and you're not wearing a mask, you can get a citation for 450 or $500. It just sucks as a 
as a society that we're th- we have to be threatened with fines and punishment for not wearing it because that's we what it takes. Well, that's what I'm saying. We can't figure it out on our own and say, hey, you know, we need to do this. We need to be threatened with with you know fines in order to be in order I to mean, comply and to do the common sense thing. I know you guys probably have more common sense people as friends on Facebook and stuff, but maybe a little bit younger. I- like my whole Facebook feed is this is ridiculous. Screw yeah. that. I'm- my rights. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. like yeah, just because well, you're not getting sick doesn't mean you're not causing other people to get sick. Like, think about somebody else for once. You know, Carmen, that's the number one thing because uh, you know when I I got it from Spanish. I think that's pretty you know pretty easy to predict, but um, or to tell. But uh, you know. I I didn't I could have had it maybe before then and not know know and walk around just giving it to other people, and ha, you know the responsible thing now is to wear a mask at all times and if you're not doing that you're part of the problem. I mean, it's not a matter of you don't want to take away your rights. It's a matter of look you don't care about yourself stay home. But there are other people out there, and this is why it's getting worse. It's crazy. Let me grab some phone calls real quick. Danielle, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta show. Hi, Mike. Hi. Hi. Um, I just would like to comment and say how much I appreciate you wanting to buy the homes for kids, you know, aging out of the system. Yeah, I uh, listen. I, that's, uh, you know, one of the main things that we do with the Calta Family Foundation. And uh, my wife, through her work at, at Pace, realized that there's a real deficiency there. And there's we have a we have a system that wants to help, but it's really. It's really, um, you know, fails the kids. You know, you have a foster kid who's bounced around usually from a couple of different families in their young life. And then when they turn 18, the system's like, well, good luck out there in the world. And sometimes yeah. those kids want to go to college and they need a good support system to make them become good adults. So that vicious cycle of, of poverty just and crime just and you know goes round and round. Yes. And here's my thing. It's like. I understand the systems, you know, their goal is to reunify with families and, you know, to adopt and their needs. But it's a lot of it, too, is where their mindset is and if they want somewhere to go with their futures. And, yeah, we can give them all their all the needs that they want. But until they they gain a sense of self-contentment and think that they can do it. Yeah. You know, it's. There's a lot. There's a lot that does need to be changed, and that's just one of the big ones as well. And I'm just really, really grateful. Well, I'm I'm glad it was brought to my attention. And and to be honest, we, uh, you know, we started the foundation and started collecting funds and storing them, and and really not being a hundred percent on what we were going to do. I mean, we had a focus on kids that were. Uh, youths and you know uh, young adults that were at risk and what we can do to help them out and that seemed to be where there was the biggest problem we found a place in um, you know in, in Brandon and Valrico that uh, that really helps these kids out and they have land over there and they build tiny houses on it and they do it the right way but they're completely completely underfunded and they're a family that is just trying to do most of the stuff on their own so I've been working with them this goddamn COVID thing though right in the middle of, yes. of some plans really screwed things up but uh, you know we'll be back in action soon enough I appreciate your call Danielle yes sir and um, I just want to say too is that I'm a product of for, for 14 years so if there's any questions or anything that you need help and wondering what, what could be better I'm all in. Well, I, I think that's great. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, You're very in. welcome. Have a great day. Ross, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. What's up, Ross? Hey, now, Ross. Ross just dropped off. 
Ross, goodbye. Galvin, back to you. Uh, so be careful with uh, your hand sanitizer. Now, don't stop using hand sanitizer, right. <laughs> but you need to if it's this. The FDA has put out a list of nine hand sanitizers that contain an extremely toxic substance <laughs> called methanol that could kill you. Uh, They're all made uh, by a Mexican company called ISK Biochem, E-S-K Biochem, and they listed the uh, brand names online. It can absorb through your skin and cause nausea, vomiting, headaches, blurred vision, seizures, nerve damage, permanent blindness, and even kill you. Uh, some of the different ones that they have is called All Clean Hand Sanitizer, ISK Biochem Hand Sanitizer, Clean Care No Germ, Lavar 70, The Good Gel, uh, Clean Care, or is a few different ones and uh, Sanaderm. So look on the uh, label of your hand sanitizer and make sure that it's not that type where it says Isk Biochem because well, no. that's a Mex- <laughs> Mexican company that's making it. Yeah, I gotta go check all right. right now. That's ridiculous. See the Mexicans. Trump was right. They're the problem. Mm. Just kidding. Well, Just yeah. kidding, Mexicans. That was a joke. Hopefully, if you haven't any problems yet, you probably don't have any problems with it. But, uh, take a look uh, on there. I think, thankfully, my wife was a uh, hand sanitizer person, so we've had hand sanitizer in the house, Purell and the only other famous companies, so we're at the point where we still have those. Mm. Uh, The chief... Going to the Mexican hand sanitizer yet. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, but if you're buying stuff online, you don't know where it's from. Right. You know, they could be making it in a bathtub out in their backyard. Uh, The chief of the Tampa Police Department says his officers were, quote, ambushed early Saturday morning. TBD Chief Brian Dugan says officers were called to an intersection of 15th Street North and 26th Avenue East for a report of shots fired with a possible victim. He says when officers arrived, hundreds of people had all four intersections completely blocked, and as they attempted to locate a victim, the crowd became aggressive. As officers took one person into custody, the crowd surrounded officers and threw glass bottles while several subjects jumped uh, on one of the officers' cars. He said, quote, there were hundreds of them, hundreds. We ended up having to call every single police officer that was available that night to respond there from New, uh, New Tampa to South Tampa. You know, it's getting ridiculous. And the only the only way that this is going to, you know, slow down is when the cops one day have enough and they have to open fire on people. And that's when everybody's going to be like, oh, the cops are so bad. Look, you got you to gotta let them do their job. You got to let them get in there. And you got to let the people who are, are paying for them and uh, relying on their help get the service that they're that they're paying for through their taxpayer money. And the cops are human beings, and they're going to get to a point where they're like, "We're not doing, we're not tolerating this anymore." I mean, you saw in the videos of the protests at one point, cops just start driving through crowds. That's going to happen, and it's going to happen in mass quantities if these people don't chill out a little bit. And especially if they're calling in false reports to get yeah. them to come out there so that they can throw bottles and do that type of stuff. That's ridiculous. It's insane is what it is. It's you're, you're waging a war now with a uh, an army that is, you know, that is much more uh, ready for a war than you are, and it's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. It's not the entire police force that you're mad at. Uh, so I'm sure you've seen this. Carnival Cruise Lines... Announced it will continue a suspension of operations in North America through the end of September Oof. amid this uh, amid the spread of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah they said it will go to the end of <laughs> September. When's our cruise leave? 
October 1st. Yep. <laughs> uh, the cruise line's decision takes its uh, suspension well past the UF- U.S. government-mandated prohibition on cruises. The CDC issued a 100-day no-sale order on April 15th, which is set to expire on July 24th. It's unclear whether the CDC will extend their order. So we, uh, we're either going to be the first cruise out or the one that they say extended till November for Thanksgiving cruises. Mm. I mean, we have no way of knowing right now, but right now everything says, uh, you know, that it's happening. So let's hope for the best. And that would be great because how super clean will those boats be? That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like flying on a plane after you, you've been in a plane crash. There's no way that it's going to be bad. Uh, <laughs> see. I, I don't know. Uh, Walt Disney World's new theme park reservation system was slammed by fans when it went live for select guests on Monday. And some days are already sold out at theme parks that will reopen next month. Disney opened its system first for people who already have had a Walt Disney World hotel reservation. It goes live to annual pass holders on Friday and to the uh, general public on Sunday. But they may find days already booked. A Disney spokeswoman said Monday that uh, there is uh, still availability for most parks on most days throughout the year. Yeah, I, I don't think we were talking about it the other day, but we're certainly not ready for that yet. I don't, you know, we're finding out now that that's, I think we're definitely not even, I mean, I, I bet they're hurting, but we're not ready for that. Right, but that just I mean, goes I to show you that the public is ready to go and do anything. Like, the, there's so many people that are like, Corona, Schmarona, and yeah. they're just out doing whatever they want to do. What were you going to say, Spanish? I can't wait to get tested for the antibodies, because if I have the antibodies, that's definitely something that I would do, because I want to go to Galaxy's Edge so bad, and if I have the antibodies, I don't mind being out there with all those people. Hey, can I put this out there? Yeah. If we test positive for the antibodies, I'll take you to Galaxy's Edge. I would love that, dude. Like I said, if I got the antibodies, I don't see a reason not to take full advantage of very cheap plane tickets and the companies going bending over backwards to get people at their establishments. So I am down. I'm yeah, just but- saying I want to go and uh, I want to go with somebody who else, somebody else who is enthusiastic about going. So if Geo can't go, oh. me and you are in. Yeah, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Spanish but and I are planning it- to go What's- for like months, and we we're going to build lightsabers together. Yeah. And now that he doesn't want to do yeah. that with me anymore, is making me sad. <laughs> what were you saying, Galvin? You're saying it like if you have the antibodies that there's no way you can get it again. Well, that's pretty much it. If you have the antibodies, you're pretty you're you're pretty good. Well, it, they don't know that. Well, I just read an article yesterday, and they said that there was the antibodies right now seem to only be lasting about three to four months because people are starting to test positive that had it back oh, initially. Well, you better hurry up. Yeah, I read on we get it. I read on the CDC that they're saying if you don't, so if you're asymptomatic, your antibodies and you've contracted it, your antibodies are only going to last two to three months. But if you are one of some of the people that came down with symptoms, your antibodies can last from one to two years. So I know we talked about that, and I have asked all the doctors that I've seen, and they all have agreed with that. So I don't know, but, you know, I'm I'm willing to take that risk. Oh, now I'm not. Forget it. You're going by yourself. <laughs> A sex club in New York is offering social, socially distanced orgies. And if you're wondering how that works, it doesn't. Uh, the new rule is you can only hook up with the person you arrive with, but you'll just be banging in the same room with a bunch of people, I guess. 
But oh, like six feet away. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not really much fun. If I go there with my wife and do an orgy, the whole idea is to get new partners. And if I'm over there banging my wife, but staring over in the corner at some old guy's sack, I don't know if I'd like that. I don't know who's going to enforce that rule. Who is, who's going to be the one going around with the stick tank? Get away! You're too close. Yeah, too close. yeah with, a, with a yardstick. I'm out on that orgy. I don't think I'm going to go. Also, I don't know whether you realize or not, you could probably look at the girl instead of looking at the old guy's sack. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. But you do, yeah. you. Whatever well, you're you know. into, I guess. Uh, a whole lot of people are watching porn while working from home. A live stream sex cam site called Strip Chat says that 75% of its users have been logging on between the hours of 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. So most of the time when people are working, they're logging on to that. Yeah, you know, guys get the urge. We don't. We get the urge, and if we are able to pull it off, we just pull it off. I mean, not literally. If we're able to just sneak a little peek to, to hold us over, you know? By the way, we all saw that uh, fake Zoom meeting where the guy just starts uh, taking yeah. care of himself in front of That's so fake. We agree that's fake fish? So fake. Okay. He gets only... up and he goes grabs lotion and then he comes back and sits down right, right in the yeah. exact position. Like, it's just too... Oh, wait, hold on, up. though. I mean, what I'm saying is is I believe that the setup is fake. Do we believe that the, that everybody was in on it or that guy was just trying to be... The guy was trying to get a reaction out of people. No, I think everybody was fake because it was really bad acting. They're like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah. And in today's society, like, if he did that, he's immediately getting fired for, like, setting it up. And if no one else Probably. was in on it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can't oh, I, uh, do it stuff Carmen, like that anymore. If I was on a corporate uh, thing and I was like, all right, guys, see you later. And I pretended to sign off and I went out got lotion and I sat down and I pretended I was opening my pants. They would all... They would all freak out, and then I'd go, I'm just kidding. I think they would laugh at that. I think that that's why I'm saying that the guy just do it. Maybe, but yeah. then you have one Karen that's like, I do not appreciate that, and he made yeah. me feel violated, and now yeah. you're, you know, you don't work here anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, I do, you know you know what room you could do it in and what room you can't. You know what I mean? If it's, mm. if it's me and a couple of the promotions people, it'd be funny. If it's me and... You know, upper corporate, maybe not. But anyway, I don't know. Can I can I throw something else out there real quick that I uh, and I don't know if you have coming up. Do you have any Bubba Wallace stuff coming up in news? I do. Yeah. All right, I'll wait for that then. Uh, do you remember that Russian nurse that went viral last month when she treated patients in just her underwear and the clear plastic gown? Oh yeah. Yes. Remember her? Yeah. Well, now she has landed a modeling contract because of that. Uh, yeah, that's good for her. Yeah, go. She wasn't that hot. It's all it takes is a little attention. Yeah, but a little bit of fame, you know, yeah. get it out there. Uh, Carmen, I think you, maybe Spanish, would like this. Uh, YoPlay is now selling a new line of yogurt based on Gushers candy uh, with little candy beads in it that burst open. They're coming out with uh, blue raspberry, green apple, dr- green apple, and tropical punch. Uh, yeah, too much delicious. sugar. Carmen doesn't like anything oh, exploding in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not healthy yogurt. It's got candy in it and stuff, so it's probably not great for you. But I mean, like, the yogurt's creamy, and then the gusher's gooey. It just right. seems like a weird combination. Too many different liquids. Well, 
I don't think the gusher liquid is in there. I think that that's what he was saying. There's just like it would be like gusher equivalent of nerds in there, and then the yogurt. No, it's uh, little candy beads in it that burst open. Oh, then that's super gross. Then yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 That sounds gross. Uh, dozens of drivers and their crews followed Bubba Wallace's car in a show of support as he was uh, pushed to the starting line before yesterday's Geico 500. Uh, NASCAR says that whoever put the noose in Bubba's garage stall will be banned for life. That's my question there. Is it possible that that story is fake fish? Yeah. The noose? Not that it didn't happen, but how do we know that that's not an inside job? You think Jesse Jesse Smollett? Yeah, Yeah, not necessarily Bubba Wallace, but maybe somebody in his camp who thought, uh, make this. I mean, really, let's be honest. I don't watch NASCAR, but I never heard of Bubba Wallace until this thing happened. And uh, when I saw Bubba Army was trending on on, uh, Twitter, I was like, what? And then I realized Mm. it was the Bubba Wallace Army. Uh, And then uh, I, I think, what if this was a way to you know gain him gain some popularity i mean the reason why it was trending yesterday is because it was all the people saying that they stand with bubba wallace and all the other drivers and all the other famous people have had to come out and defend him and what if this was an inside job i'm not saying it is but it just seems like the fbi is investigating now and it seems like that there's got to be a, a good amount of surveillance that would capture anybody that was sneaking in from the outside and, and was able to do this. I find it very hard to believe that they were able to get in there and do that. The well, number one guy I would check is that one guy who quit when they wouldn't let him have the rebel flag anymore. Ray Cicerelli. Yeah, uh, and then other than that, I would think it might have been an inside job. Well, How do we find out? Thing, NASCAR has a lot of attention right now because the whole Confederate flag thing. So to get a little attention for yourself, for your team, some more sponsor money, you know, yeah. someone in your camp does this, fuels the fire. And again, well, I don't he, think they sat down and had a meeting and they said, this is what we're going to do. I think maybe right. it was somebody in his camp that was like, man, this will get us some popularity and some sympathy points. And it, I already, you know, they may have already seen a turn just for him being the, the black driver who came out and, and spoke out against the Confederate flag. They may be like, all right, this guy's already got some good heat. Let's keep it going now and, and let's do something else, make him look more like a victim. I, well, I here's I, the thing is, like yeah. you said, the FBI is involved. They're going to find out. So if yep. it was if it was somebody setting it up or doing it, they're going to find that out. Or if it was somebody else who legitimately did it, they're going to find it out. And we don't know yet whether they have – I'm sure that they have video surveillance. So we don't know. They haven't released that yet. They may be holding information back to be able to catch this person or do something or whatever. But it, once the FBI gets involved, uh, we find out stuff fast. Yeah, it's going to be quite embarrassing if, if, if it is somebody, even if, you know, unbeknownst to – Mr. Wallace, if somebody in this camp put it upon themselves to go ahead and do that so that they can get some attention, this is going to be uh, uh, not a great turnout for him. It'll backfire for sure. But I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday. I was thinking about how somebody was able to. I didn't. I have not. Anybody seen a picture of the news? Like, do we even know what happened? No. No. Yeah. no. So, no. I mean, the, the, is the only way we know it happened because they reported it? And I'm not saying it didn't, but. We need to know the facts surrounding it before we're going to find out who did it. So right. uh, we'll wait and find out. I was just thinking yesterday this could possibly be a fake fish, and we need to take that into consideration. It's sad that we have to uh, you know, think that that could be the uh, situation, but it certainly could be. Uh, Major League Baseball is officially coming back. Who cares? Maybe. 
Maybe. Uh, it's complicated, but it boils down to this. The owners and the players were not able to come to a new agreement to spice up a shortened season, so the owners voted to proceed based on an agreement between the league and the Players Association from back in March. So the owners are forcing the players back onto the field. All the creative stuff is being thrown out, and they're doing a simple shortened season with the players getting a, uh, a prorated salary. They want the players to report to spring training 2.0 by July 1st, with the season beginning in late July. There will be about 60 games, which means the players would earn around 37% of their salaries, assuming that the shortened schedule is completed. You know, I I don't. I talk about this all the time. I don't really care about baseball anymore. I find it to be too boring. But we are really hurting for something. Uh, if we can get baseball games going, at least like, uh, you know, I remember last Sunday, I was like, I wish I could just sit here and watch football or hockey or something. Mm-hmm. And even a baseball game would have would have been fine. I would have even watched golf if it was on. I mean, you're, we're watching old reruns of games we already know the outcome of because we're hurting for some sort of entertainment. So, It'll be good to get uh, baseball back in action. I just saw Jen Epstein on TV and realized I had a nice dream about her last night. Hi, Jen Epstein. How you doing? Uh, anyway, uh, it'll be good to have something to to uh, for us to pay attention to. Maybe this could be what the Rays need in order to get people interested again and back in the in the seats. Probably not. Uh, the Rock will host Global Goal United for Our Future, the concert. It's going to happen this Saturday. It'll air on NBC, MTV, Twitter, and YouTube with panel discussions and performances by Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, Quavo. Do we know who Quavo is or what Quavo is? Quavo, I believe. Quavo. Quavo. Is it a guy or a group or what? Yes. It's a guy. He's part of the group. It's both. Uh, (laughs) Shakira and other celebrities. so. So nobody there that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, do anybody think they'll bring up the Justin Bieber saying the N-word a whole bunch on video while he's there for these uh, the panel discussions? Well, that, well, yes, The Rock will grab yeah. him by his foot and hold him upside down <laughs> and ask him. <laughs> should, you, should you be allowed one racist, uh, one racist uh, thing on your, mar- on your mark, one racist mark on your card if it happened before you were 18? I think it depends on the on what it is. Well, you know, like I after, don't. After that happened with Justin Bieber, like a bunch of producers and people that he worked with, but also other artists came out and said, "Hey, the kid was thirteen, fourteen. He it was a joke, obviously not a funny joke, but we've hung out with him, and he doesn't show that kind of action or right, emotion. I mean, he's been he's he, does, he doesn't seem super racist, uh, but right. but the thing is, is that do we do we say all right, look, if it happened one time before you're eighteen, then it was just a it's just a mess up, we let it go, and then if it happened multiple times, we think that they may have some brain problems. Right, yeah. I think it's fair. Yeah. I think this is going to start happening more and more and more because now you have kids that are that completely grew up in the time of social media and all having digital devices and cell phones. Now those kids are now becoming adults, and all their stupid stuff from when they were 14 is now going to start coming back oh, in their sure. 20s and their 30s when they're trying to get jobs and become CEOs of companies and stuff. Yep. I, I, let me tell you, it's so interesting to me is that, uh, and this is why a few people are like, you know, white people mostly are like racism. There's no racism anymore. Um, when I went down to Punta Gorda and there was the protest, and I took the video that I put on TikTok of the truck driving through with the rebel flag on it, 
that has almost 700,000 views on TikTok, and the comments that come in are ridiculous. I mean, the the hatred in the comments, and I didn't do anything. I didn't comment anything on it. I just took the video, and I put it up on TikTok, and people are uh, are coming out of the woodwork to defend those people and uh, be anti-Black Lives Matter. I mean, it is. If you want to see how racist this society still is, just go look at TikTok straight down the middle, half hate, half love, and it's it's not getting any better, I promise you. You know and what they should do is for people like uh, Justin Bieber, whatever he made that stuff, they should have the uh, scared straight where oh, he has yeah. to go oh, <laughs> and do that. Yeah, they they play it. They play it on the video screen before the guy starts talking to him. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I was talking to my therapist about how the young population now is putting their whole lives on social media, and in a way, they're growing up having to censor themselves. So there's like this whole dark side of them that they're keeping repressed because they're so much out there in the public eye that it's going to be interesting to see how that manifests itself later in their lives because there is a huge part of repression where, like, you know, when we when I was a young kid, we were lighting stuff on fire, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, where now, you know, a lot of the kids are, you can't put that stuff on social media and you'll get in trouble. They're still doing that. Some of them are, but, you know, like the majority of the normal people that, I, that you know, are young on the TikTok is all wholesome, you know, wholesome dance videos. You know they're not all wholesome. Huh. Yeah, but, I mean, go to – there's many other social media platforms. That's the thing. Like TikTok is made for dancing. Obviously, there's a bunch of other videos on there, but that's kind of specifically what it's for. If you go to Instagram, you can see some buck wild 12- yeah. and 13-year-olds doing some crazy stuff. On Instagram? Oh, yeah, but, I mean, I follow a bunch of, like, the meme pages. I don't really follow people. I just follow meme pages. So it's, like, videos that kids post, and then these meme pages repost them. But they're lighting stuff on fire, jumping off of roofs, you know, doing everyone's doing the body slam and, like, wrestling yeah. moves and stuff. So it's really just what platform you're on and what you're watching. Yeah, hey, my favorite's when guys try to jump across the pool and they miss and smash yeah. their oh, face on the other side of the pool. Oh, my God. You need to follow Wicked Slams on Instagram. <laughs> That's good. That's a bunch oh, of yeah, just skateboarding bikers and stuff yeah. and getting killed. Uh, director Joel Schumacher died of cancer yesterday. He was 80 years old. Uh, his movies include The Lost Boys, St. Elmo's Fire, A Time to Kill, The Phantom of the Opera, and, of course, the infamous Batman and Robin with George Clooney with the uh, nipples on the bat suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, there's some other bat news that I read yesterday. I have about that, this. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about this. Leading right into it. Uh, speaking of old Batman, 68-year-old Michael Keaton is in talks to play Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Flash movie starring Ezra Miller. Keaton last played Bruce Wayne Batman in two Tim Burton uh, Batman movies 30 years ago. Uh, I think that's great, except, uh, you know, the only difference is, so you, so this kid who was Flash, I thought he did a really good job, this not-Justin-Long kid. Mm-hmm. And he um, he was funny, and he played the Flash good, and but he gets recruited by Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne to join the uh, the League of Justice Justice League. So now all of a sudden, Batman's a, a senior citizen. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is an origin story, or like I, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's if it's an origin, so well, I guess not. If we already well, know the origin, maybe he's yeah. Just... I mean, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck was already playing the older version right. of Bruce Wayne, like the beat up, kind of beat down Batman, 
anyway. So I think that's why they're going for that. They'll probably, I'm guessing they're going to go even further into the future to have like the older Batman. I'm not mad at that. Uh, Michael Keaton was a great Batman in a yeah. crappy Batman world. In that whole yeah. Tim Burton sing along, everything is red and green and yellow Batman. But I think Michael Keaton will be good. It'll be good to see him back. Uh, the Karate Kid follow-up series Cobra Kai is moving to Netflix for season three. The first two seasons are moving there as well. It was, of course, on YouTube, uh, and now it's going to be over to uh, Netflix. Yeah, uh, so they must have got a huge payday because they tried to launch that whole YouTube, was it YouTube Red, with where you'd have to sign up to go ahead and watch the uh, the series there, and nobody just really wanted to watch YouTube special shows. Well, so because that was the only show that they really had. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't just come at it with one. It's kind of like what Apple TV did. Apple TV said, "We're you know we're launching Apple TV. Cool, what's on it? Just this one show with Jennifer Aniston. It's pretty good. But then when you're done with it, there's nothing else there. And wh- you can watch YouTube videos for free. So really, like you're yeah. so used to it. Once you get used to do having something for free, and someone's like pay for it, you're like I can live without this." I gotta tell you, the Apple TV thing is so confusing. It's ridiculous. They have really? some other shows on yeah. there, yeah, but then they have like shows, and you're like, "Oh, well, let me watch that." And they're like, "Nope, you need stars to watch that." And you're like, "Well, what are you showing it on here for then? Like, what are you doing to me?" There's so many that are on that, and then you have to buy stuff while you're already paying for that, and it's it's ridiculous. So I I went back and I was watching the old Bill Bixby Incredible Hulk the other day. Yeah, and I just first I was like I just want to see it, you know. I don't remember it from when I was a kid a whole lot, so I just wanted to see it. And that was, of course, where Lou Ferrigno played the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I go, let me just watch it till he turned into the Hulk. Six episodes later, I was like, this is awesome. And then I went to go watch the next season, and it's like, oh, you need stars to watch the next season. I'm like, uh, all right. So then I skip to the next season, and like, you need epics to do. That. I was like, all right, and I just quit, and I'll never go yeah. back to it again. Yeah, it's this is you want to know why we're watching everything illegally cuz you're making it too confusing to watch it legally. <laughs> uh hey Joey, I sent you a video not for this story but the next story. Did you get that? Just give me a thumbs uh, up or thumbs down. I emailed I got, it to you. I got one story from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's n- that's not not this, that's the next one. Uh but Jeffrey Ross has responded to allegations by a woman that says that uh he had raped her when she was 15 years old. He put this out on uh, line. He says, Twitter, it has taken a lot of discipline for me not to respond until now because I believe this is a mental health issue. I uh, And I support people when they are hurting. But let me be clear. These disgusting allegations asserted against me are absolutely not true. I have never engaged in any sexual relationship with a minor. The story is old news. It has been investigated numerous times and thoroughly reviewed and never published. The witnesses and evidence do not support these despicable allegations. The person making these allegations has falsely accused others and has a documented history of drug abuse. Her best friend at the time did not support the allegations. Her husband, who is clearly assisting her, has been convicted of crimes involving dishonesty. They have been uh, harassing me for years rather than continue uh, with uh, reciting even more evidence that ref- uh, refutes uh, this nonsense. I will just say that I am hopeful that this person gets help for her mental health issues. He she goes does, on more and more. She but, does uh, have crazy face. Yeah, but basically he's saying, which is interesting because I said, what if that's the case? 
you yeah. know, that she has mental health issues and she's just putting this out there and you don't know. But uh, he says it's been investigated and it's not true. And, you know. Uh, did you see the, the last line he wrote? P.S. Crystalia is guilty, though. Oh. Yeah. That's what he said. Um, so, yeah, this girl had uh, access to Jeff Ross and other comedians, and she was at all these things. Uh, and and like I said, Bobby Kelly was talking about remembering that he, he saw her at events. But, um, you know, no one can confirm or deny whether or not she had anything with Jeff Ross. And, and if she was she, with her dad. And she was with her dad. And if she is mental, I mean, look at him. That's him getting in a car. They're not dating right there. The picture she's showing oh, on, on, on Zoom right now. By the way, you can watch the show like you normally would on Bone TV at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Mike Caldas show. Uh, yeah, and you may want to hop on there because I do have a video for you guys to see. So Mike Tyson is looking very serious about his return to what he says will be exhibition bouts. Or based on the intensity he's displaying in training videos, fans could be forgiving for assuming the baddest man on the planet is gearing up for a professional return. The former two-time heavyweight champion shared a montage akin to a promo video of his uh, fearsome sparring. Here is some of it uh, right here now. Check this out. Here we go, Mike Tyson. That's enough for me right there. Yep, watch this, though. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? He brutal. He becomes a contender again. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I'd love to see him fight again. Win or lose, I'd love to see him fight. So Rocky Balboa is on the other day, and that's the one where he fights Antonio Tarver. And you right. know, it's it's a little bit ridiculous because Rocky's so much older, but uh, it's an exhibition fight, just like they're saying here. And and you know Rocky loses, but uh, it's a much better fight than anybody ever expected. I would be happy with that with Tyson. And I don't. The problem is going to be who's he going to fight. I, I I don't think that a. 60-year-old Amanda Holyfield is going to be as entertaining as watching an old Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson's a freak of nature. So, you know, you know right. what I'm saying? It would have to be somebody, and you can't just pull some young, you know, new guy that nobody knows because nobody's going to care if Mike Tyson beat him up. It's got to be did somebody with a name. Did you see who called him out that wanted to fight him? No. John Jones? Oof, I don't know. John Jones, uh, John Jones is... Uh, ground guy, you know, he's gonna, if he gets caught with one of those Tyson shots, he'll get knocked out. But uh, also, he can't stay off the cocaine. He said he'd fight Tyson, but then Tyson has to fight him in the octagon afterwards, which is just dumb. That is dumb That's because stupid. no boxer wants to fight in the octagon. They're not trained no. for that. That just doesn't make sense. Well, in the age difference, it's like you already know it's unfair. Yeah. For well, but game. you if you if you have the age difference. And then you say a guy who is a mixed martial art guy, like John Jones, he has to fight just doing boxing, then right. that kind of evens it out a little bit and makes sense yes. where you go, okay, he's in a boxing, but he is younger and this and that, but I would love to see that. But the whole adding, oh, and then we got to go in the octagon, that's dumb because Tyson doesn't train that and he's not doing that. Yeah, that's great. I mean, any one of those guys at any level could just take him to the ground and choke him out. So. That doesn't make sense. Good for John Jones to start yipping up, though, so people can talk about things other than the fact that he's 
got major drug problems and ruined his whole career. Yeah, and now fighting and trying to, I don't know what his deal is, giving up his belt and whether he's going to fight in UFC anymore, who knows. I mean, if you're Um, UFC, you can't let him fight anymore. Well, it's not it's not even uh, the fact that he's gotten in so much trouble. He's, I guess, wanting more money oh. and uh, relinquished his belt because they're not going to pay him. Good. I wouldn't pay him either. He doesn't deserve it. He can't play by the rules. A new study found that raising a child now costs an average of how much? How much money does it cost to raise a child in the U.S.? Does that kid want something from Amazon every day like my kid does? Because then I need to uh, This out. is up to 18 years old, by okay. the way. Okay. So. Well, right now I'm about 400 grand into it. So to raise a child from zero to 18, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I I'd say no and this, is the, this is the average. It says it's $252,000, which seems low, but I guess if you're averaging it out, kids that aren't getting something from Amazon every day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that does seem low to me. Uh, that works out to be about $14,000 per year for 18 years. Uh, they say the way that it breaks down is like uh, housing costs, food. They say for food, they say $2,482 a year. No. It's a lot more than that. My son ate $2,000 last month. Uh, child care and education, 2280 That includes daycare, babysitters, and school expenses, but not college or private school, because you're paying way more than that. Yeah, Transportation, I... health care, clothing, miscellaneous, all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's kind of low, but I guess on average. 252 sounds like a lot, but you're right. Now when you break it down and think about it, that is actually kind of low. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tell my daughter she's cut off after a certain amount of time. I'm able to just save one out of the two kids. I should be I should be given you know leniency on that. Uh, and finally, in news, Rolling Stone put together a list of the 15 best shows of 2020 so far. Like what? TV any shows? shows? Yeah, any any shows that are on cable or TV or you know any of the streaming. Or anything, uh, anything that pops into your mind that this has been the best Tiger show King. so far of 2020? I know. What's that? Tiger King? Was Tiger King in there? Uh, no, it was not in there because that's more of a docu-series. This is like okay. actual. Gotcha. I don't I know say, that I've watched any new shows this year. Mandalorian? I'd say The Mandalorian's got to be on there and The Boys. Uh, neither of those are on here. Oh, right? this list is wow. garbage. The Boys was last year, though. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah this is right. 15 best shows of 2020 so far. And these are shows that may have been on before 2020, but are still continuing through. Oh, okay. All right. Let me see. Jeez. I'm on How to Get Away with Murder right now. <laughs> I would imagine Ozark uh, is on there. Uh, no, surprisingly, Ozark is not on there. I'll give you number 15, uh, Dave, that's on FXX, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. Lil Dicky. Yeah. That's a great show. It's a really good show. I did not think I was going to like that show at all because uh, White Rapper is just not my thing, but it is a really good show. What, and what is what it we on? Do in the Shadows? Uh, it's on FXX. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows is on there? Oh, oh I know what's on there. Uh, Shit's Creek? What We Do in the Shadows is number 10, uh-huh. which is on FX, which is a great show. Uh, no, that, I believe, is over now, isn't it? No, they just came out the last season, I think. Oh, no, last season came out this year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, that is not on this list. Hmm. 
Uh, Devs, that's on FX on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Which nope. I watched, and then I just stopped watching. What uh, is that? The, that is, um, <clears throat> they work in a, uh, they're uh, developers, they're like uh, code writers and stuff, and there's a murder and all this weird stuff. Oh. It's kind of, uh, kind of sci-fi weird. I, I started watching it, and then I just kind of fell off, so. Has anyone know. seen the fake um, Silicon Valley? Have you seen Valley? what? The, the fake Silicon Valley show? No. Upload? It's, yeah, Upload. Yeah, it was whole, I thought it was horrible. I watched like two episodes and bailed. Awful. It's basically Silicon Valley with different, less you know, qualified no guys. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the same. Less funny people. It's the same thing. They got they got uh, paranoid coders, and they've got trying to you know have meetings and set up ventures. But it's like and, in the future. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it sucks. Is that the I one thought with that. ML? No. I thought Upload was the one where the guy died and they yeah, upload his uh, personality. Uh, like he's... Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe we just got the names wrong. That one I watched. That one's okay. That's the one with Robbie you know, the What's the other one called? Yeah, I don't know. The other one is something computer-related like that, and it's basically a watered-down version of Silicon Valley. It's like Silicon Valley. It, it looks like they're doing it, like they're trying to redo it with different people, and it's just awful. Hmm. Uh, number nine on this list is High Fidelity. Has anybody watched High Fidelity? No. No. So no. High Fidelity was the uh, movie, which on Cusack, where in Jack Black, where he worked in a record store and then uh, fell in love with Lisa Bonet. Right. You know who the main star of this is? Who? Her daughter. Oh, Zoe oh. Kravitz? Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is like the main star in this, uh, and I, I think she works in a record store. Uh, number eight is The Good Place. Everybody always talks about The Good Place. I got to tell you, I watched it. It's just not for me. No, me either. I like that. Yeah, I didn't like it. It's uh, like a you, background show. Yes, yeah, definitely a background show. Yeah, but it has its like cute moments, you know, so. Mm. Uh, number five on this list is Better Things that's on FX. Nope. Was it uh, Starting Little Fires or Little Fires Everywhere? Um, Are you making up that, shows now? No, no I know what you're on, talking about. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It has like uh, Reese Witherspoon and then what's her, Carrie Washington. Pretty Little Fires? <laughs> no. Uh, that is not on the list. Okay. Uh, number three is Normal People on Hulu, which I've never seen. Nope. I don't know. Now number two. What, no, that's not on there. Number two is Brockmire that's on IFC. Brockmire was good the first season. One season was enough. I got to tell you, it is so, to me, it's just like, all right, we get it. I don't know. I don't it know. It's super it, cheesy. It, yeah, yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. I thought it was a funny, but one season was plenty. Uh, and then they say Rolling Stone, number one show so far of 2020 is Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul still consistent. Mm. It's a yeah. great show. It's a great show. All right. All right. I, I, they brought it back around. Rolling Stones is the worst with lists. I don't know who makes yeah. the list, but the absolute worst with lists. I think they do it on purpose lists. to try and try and get you mad. Yeah. When they'll do the, the best bands of the decade and make U2 number two, and then they'll do the worst bands of the back decade and make U2 number one. Like, they don't, they're <laughs> yeah. not consistent at all. Yeah. Better Call uh, Saul is still, is still a good show. It's still uh, Breaking Bad quality, and uh, I think it's it's getting better every season. Mm-hmm. That is it for news. 
All right, we are going into experimental territory here. Our friend Dominic Ferriello, the lawyer at is known as Asta Dom, will join us next. You'll be able to call in and ask him questions. I would recommend getting on the phone lines now before they fill up. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. If you uh, have a lawyer and he's not doing a good job or she's not doing a good job or you need legal advice, wondering if you need a lawyer or you just have some questions you want to throw at him, now is the time to... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.